Hello, my name is Lauren Patterson, your host and guiding light to self-love. I am the author of Amazon bestseller, Freeing Your Heart for Love, and founder of a nonprofit to help people challenge with abuse and depression. The intention of this podcast show is to inspire and encourage you through my experiences and those of my guests that you can discover self-love and true happiness for yourself. My next amazing guest is Katya Schmuckler. Katya is a certified mindful parenting coach, co-founder of the online family wellness community, Vitality Vessel, co-host of the Voices of Vitality podcast, a writer, and a mom of two. Through one-on-one coaching and mother circles, she creates deeply supportive space for parents to feel emotionally held, seen, and heard, get to know the child in front of them and inside them let go of unwanted patterns, and find natural joy, ease, and clarity in parenting. Katya's work is grounded in over 10 years of spiritual practice with Tibetan Yakshin Master Namkai Norbu, seven-year motherhood journey, and training in mindful schools K-12 curriculum. Hello, Katya. How are you doing? Hi, Lauren. I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for taking the time to be a guest on Show Up in Love. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. And for those listening, Katya and I met in Clubhouse. Um, She was a guest speaker in one of the Clubhouse rooms that Penelope runs. And I was also a guest for her. (laughs) And I met Katya in there and she just has so many amazing things to share about mindful parenting. So we'll just get right into this, Katya. Yeah. So why does mental health matter to you? Well, I was taught by my spiritual teacher that we exist on three levels, body, energy, and mind. And so to me, mind is like kind of the part of this equation. You know, the state of our mind is very important because our mind is very powerful, right? It can create different beliefs that we can have, which can be positive and negative, right? And we tend to believe our mind and then go and take actions based on our thoughts, right? And our beliefs. So to me, in this sense, the state of mind is very important. But also what I've learned is that actually um, the state of mind is not only affected by our mind itself, but also by our body and our energy. So for example, we already know that having going to exercise, for example, or dancing or jogging, moving our body really helps to complete the stress cycle and to feel better, right? Our mind feels more calm, more clear, we're more happy usually when we're moving. Or for example, breathing, which is connected to our energy. If we sit down and breathe calmly and for example, have our exhalation longer than our inhalation, then it also sends the message to our mind to calm down. So yeah, to me, like I've always, always been looking for ways to help people to feel more happy in their life and mental health is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I love what you said about the energy because energy is everything, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if your energy is low, like I just don't feel good when I'm tired or sad or you know it's just like it changes your whole even even your look on your face you know people can tell you're just not feeling good so I love what you said about that 
So can you share your journey and challenges from becoming a new mom and how you overcame the confusion, the feelings of being overwhelmed and also being isolated? Yeah, so my motherhood journey, it happened around the same time that I also moved from Russia to the U.S. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was a new mom. Uh, My daughter was one year old at a time, at that time. And I was a new country. My husband is American, so this is why I ended up here. And I generally was happy about coming here. Like I was open to it. But also, I was in an unfamiliar place and I didn't have any friends. I stopped working at that time because I was a new mom. And also here, like I kind of changed my career. So yeah, I just ended up really isolated and also uncertain about how to be in this new role of a mother. So what helped me is that I started reading a lot of books like probably many parents start doing when they become new parents mm-hmm. they want to learn, right? And especially mothers, I think we tend to really try to educate ourselves and find out uh, about children. I started reading a lot of books. I started to read books about Waldorf and Montessori philosophies, which are kind of alternative ways, I would say, to look at children, like not so common. Right now it's getting more popular, but still... It kind of goes against the grain a little bit. Also learning about simplicity parenting, kind of understanding that I don't need to be so hard on myself to provide everything for my children, like in terms of, you know, all the activities. And like right now, even preschool aged kids, we think that we're, you know, we're always in a hurry. We want to get Mm -hmm. them to read, to walk, to talk, like all those things. And we put this guilt and pressure onto ourselves while in the end, What actually children need is more of space, simplicity, rest, connection, play, exploration, like all those things that actually happen more in this like white space of time, you know, when Mm -hmm. you be with them. And of course, it's different for parents who are working full time and for parents who stay at home. I was staying at home at that time for a couple of years and I started working from home So I had this precious time to connect with my children, but I also felt bored, honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I felt bored. I felt unfulfilled. I was young. I was 24. And so I wanted to also make meaning in life. And uh, I wanted to help people and do something in the world. And mothering was not something that felt like it was fulfilling to me. Which is, I think that is a part of all, honestly, also problem in our society because we see also motherhood as something not so important, something like secondary. Mm-hmm. How many children do you have? You have a daughter and you also have a son, right? Yes. Yes. I have two kids. My daughter is seven now and my son is four and a half. Okay. So they're out of almost out of the little toddler stages. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And this kind of marked, yeah, my also transition into my finding my purpose more. Yes. You know, and I know me and you talked about, I have four boys. My oldest mm-hmm. is 32 and my youngest is 16. So I remember when I had that freedom of, oh my gosh, finally I can sleep through the night. Finally, I could leave for a couple hours and 
my son's going to be fine. He's 16, right? <laughs> we even leave now for the weekend and we tell our neighbor, hey, we're going to be back, you know, in a couple of days, <laughs> you know, stock up the refrigerator. And it's like, okay, you just need, parents just need a break, you know, and, and he has his older brother. So it's not like he's by himself, but it's going to be good when your kids get older and you and your husband can go travel and <laughs> take a little break away from the kids once in a while. Yeah, and we actually, we just had this uh, trip in June for our seven-year anniversary and my husband's birthday. We went for a weekend and it was also the first time since the pandemic started. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was an incredible experience. We kind, was we it just you and your husband or yeah, did you take yes, the children? Yeah, it was just the two of us and it was just we kind of came back to each other, you know, it was like, yeah. Oh, here, here you are. <laughs> From seven years back. <laughs> yeah. It's so important. That is so important. I'm so glad that you did that. I, I tell my son and my daughter-in-law to do that. They have two little ones, one and four. So I was like, it's important. Yeah. You need to, you need to have date night at least once a month, at least at minimum, try to get away for a couple hours, but they're just, they're so into their children right now. And I said, just, it's okay. Just don't lose each other in the process. Exactly. Um, I hear that all the time, you know, parents that, you know, the kids are out of the house and they're like looking at each other, like, okay, we have nothing in common. Like, what do we do now? You know, and they end up getting divorced. So that's just, it's sad to see because it's like your whole entire life went to your children, which is okay, but also balance it with the relationship part. So yes. I'm glad that you, you and your husband did that. <laughs> so how do you help other parents with healing childhood wounds and breaking the generational cycle of parenting? So in my coaching, I use the knowledge of attachment theory to understand attachment style that parent has. And the attachment theory is basically a theory that is about human relationships with each other, right? And the attachment that starts in your own childhood with your own parents. There's um, four styles of attachment, which is secure attachment, where you feel secure and safe with other people and in your own emotions. There's also avoidant attachment, which is usually comes when your parents are kind of distant from you. It don't really pay much attention to you. So it, there's kind of this coldness and you feel disconnected from others. There's also ambivalent attachment, which is more of like an anxious attachment style where the parent probably was more of a, like a helicopter parent. They felt anxious, so you didn't feel very safe. And so you have a lot of anxiety. And this can actually lead to more like people who are actually want to be with other people all the time, you know, or they're like, they have hard time hearing no or for somebody to not wanting to be with them because they're so anxious. And then the fourth style is disorganized attachment, where uh, basically you've learned that connection with your parents is not safe. So it may be abusive relationships or even emotional abuse or something they say. So, or, or it can be also substance abuse, right? So maybe like, it wasn't actually like any violence towards you, but your parent was an alcoholic. So there wasn't this secure attachment with them. And so you learn disorganized attachment style, which is, which basically means that you can't figure out whether a connection is safe or not safe. So you kind of go back and forth. You want to be connected, but you also feel in danger. Mm -hmm. So 
this helps. This is kind of the base that helps to understand where the parent is coming from and what they are passing down towards their children. Uh, but also we kind of go into more specific situations and scenarios that they experience. And we talk about the situations and kind of what are the feelings, the needs of the parent and the child in the situations, right? We work on three levels usually, which is the body. Again, the body level, which is more of a somatic work and grounding into sensation of, for example, parent can say like, oh, I felt really angry. And we're saying, well, what do, where does this feel in your body, right? Where does this ang- Where is this anger in your body? Then we work with emotions and feelings, as I said. So like, what did you feel? And then the mind level, like what does this feeling tell you, right? So usually it is some sort of thought or belief that we have. For example, I can't do anything right. I'm a failure. Or there's something wrong with me. Or I'm in danger. I'm not safe. And this belief that we have as parents, we can have this belief towards a very innocent thing. You know, when like uh, there's a mess at your home, for example, your child made a mess. Or maybe they just talked back to you. Something that triggered you, right? That created this reaction in your body, which actually comes from your own childhood experience. So we kind of learn, we explore the situations and we unpack what is actually happening for the parent at this time. And then we create a new belief, expansive belief that helps them feel more empowered, more grounded in this situation and actually react to the child in front of them and not their own childhood memory. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, when I heard you explain The attachment theory, I had no idea. I think I had all of those when I was raising my children. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have somebody like you, you know, share this wisdom. And so I had to figure it out on my own. I was, it just kind of, it just woke me up, you know, like I don't want to be my mom or my dad with my children. And I broke the cycle on my own. Mm -hmm. And I, I did some therapy, but they didn't share anything about parenting. It was more like, you know, fix your mental health, not anything about how to be a better parent. So, and you're right, like the books, I'm not an avid reader anyway. So reading books has always been hard for me. So it's like, what resources do you have? You know, so I'm so glad that you're helping people with this. This is so important. Yeah, thank you. And I know that you have a podcast show. So it's called Voices of Vitality. And how do you inspire and encourage others through your podcast show? Uh, well, so actually the podcast, uh, it's a funny story because it was born basically from that trip with, that we took with my husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happened is that we went on this trip. Uh, my husband is a wellness coach and a traditional Tibetan medicine practitioner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he helps people with nutrition and lifestyle and weight loss. And uh, so he was working on his coaching and I was also developing my coaching, my parent coaching. And when we went on this trip together, we realized that we should work together and, uh, (laughs) and help families to feel happy again, you know, to kind of cover the whole family wellness perspective. Right. So we created an online community called Vitality Vessel. 
And we're just starting to populate it with content, bringing value to people. Basically, our understanding is that the whole perspective of a family wellness actually starts with one person. It starts within. It starts with each individual member of the family. So this is why this inner vitality, right? We use the word vitality because this inner vitality is something that would spill into all our relationships and all our connections. So in our podcast, then Voices of Vitality, we talk about all the things that help people feel alive, happy, healthy. And we cover topics from holistic health, Tibet medicine, nutrition, lifestyle, weight loss, and then going more into relationships between people in the family. And then also parenting, of course, I talk about parenting a lot and my Mm -hmm. journey. I love that. (laughs) I love that so much. Yeah, I took a I took a peek at it at your podcast show and subscribed. So I'm a subscriber now. (laughs) And I definitely will be sharing more of your podcast show with even new parents that I know. And my daughter-in-law and my son could really use it as well because you have so much wisdom to share about parenting. And I think we all need it, even though they are good parents, but I see them struggling sometimes because they're so tired. (laughs) So that's the thing. Like parenting is such a hard work. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's almost expected that it would be seamless. And I don't know. I I don't know how about you, but when I became a parent, I thought that it was just a conspiracy theory that nobody told me how hard it is. Oh, it was so hard. I mean, you I shared some of my journey with you in the clubhouse room. But for me, it was so hard. I had my first son at 17, 18. And I had kids for the next gosh, from 18 until 34. When I had my 32 is when I had my last child. Mm -hmm. So I was having kids for that whole span of time and raising them and I'm still raising them. My youngest is 16. But the third one, you know, the 19 year old, he's almost almost on his way. So I'll have one more left. (laughs) But you know, I have a great relationship with my husband. So I know we won't, we'll be empty nesters. I know I'm going to feel it. I already am. But I think we're going to go enjoy life too. (laughs) Yes, that's so important. Oh my gosh. Such a, so, so what is it now? What 20, how old is your, is your oldest 24? My oldest is 32. 32. Oh my God. Yeah. It's yeah, two years of motherhood. Yes. Yes. And now he has two boys. So I'm a grandma of two boys and my husband's daughter has a daughter. So we're grandparents now. Um, oh. But I love being a grandparent because <laughs> you can just play with them and then take them for a couple hours and then give them back to the parents. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I don't know, but I hope I will. <laughs> And it's such a joy. You know, I cried. I cried for a really long time when I when I held my grandson, my first grandson, because he was born on my son, my oldest son's birthday. So they share the same birthday, the dad and my son, my grandson. Wow. They were born three hours apart, but, you know, so many years apart. Um, I cried every time I held him and every time I saw him because there was so much joy in my heart of, wow. I made it as a parent, you know, I, I have a grandson <laughs> and I think I'll, I'm young enough to even be seeing my great grandkids, I hope. So yeah, I hope to see my great grands, but I'm excited about it. So the question I love asking 
everybody at the end is just what is your show up and love inspirational message to someone listening right now? Just know that no matter what happens to you, what you experience in life, you always have yourself and you will always have you. And this relationships with yourself is the most important one. And I hope that you can find refuge in yourself, in your body, in your energy, in your mind, and accept everything that you have done in your life, good and bad. And just know that you're perfect just the way you are. Wow. I love that so much. You know, and I asked this question, Katya, to everyone and everybody always has a different, amazing answer. So I love <laughs> this. This is always my final question and I love it so much. I so thank you. <laughs> and how can people find you? Yeah. So I am on Instagram a lot at katia.playreflect, which you'll probably have in the show notes, right? And also on my website, vitalityvessel.com slash Katya. So there you can also connect with me. And um, yeah, and check out her podcast show and subscribe and like and share. And so important. Uh, I love mindful parenting and everything that Katya and her husband is doing to help others in the world. So thank you, Katya, for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. We will be in touch. Yes. Such a joy. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I encourage you to come back for more love and inspiration. If you love this podcast show, please like and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at show up and love to be updated on the upcoming shows. Until next time, remember to love each other and choose love every day.